Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. November now uh, we did our daylight savings thing uh, a lot of people making the joke why do we need another hour of 2020 well we already lost one earlier when it seemed like it wouldn't be so bad so yeah I mean kind of feels right to get it back um I'm usually dead set against daylight savings. Usually just cannot stand it. I think it's arbitrary and a pain in the butt. And it's a little easier now that all of our phones constantly auto update the time anyways. But, you know, I also come from a time when there were a lot of missed appointments due to confusion about what exactly what time it was two times a year. Doesn't make any sense to me. And and now it's just darker earlier around the time of day when the largest number of people are awake. But, you know, this year it actually doesn't seem so completely pointless. I mean... And I know this is going to sound a little bit sad, but at least it was something to do. And I didn't really do anything except for change the clock on the stove. You know what I mean? Have you ever wanted to put a full-sized NHL hockey rink into your backyard? Uh, You might have heard of a couple of neighbors in Red Deer, actually, just down to the south of us. Uh, They get together yearly, it seems, uh, and they put together like a true hockey rink. I mean, they've got the boards, the glass, and everything, and uh, then it, like, butts right up to their balcony, so one balcony has, like, a a viewing terrace deck uh, and a grill, as well as another one has a hot tub for your, you know, viewing pleasure uh, to watch the kids play their games or, you know, just get some practice in, I guess. Um, Some people are saying, it got to the top of Reddit, Uh, a lot of people are saying maybe this photo was actually taken last year, as the weather hasn't been quite that chilly so far, but still, whether it was made this year or this photo's from old, the point still remains. That's one of the coolest things that you could ever have in your backyard, and obviously it takes having a pretty cool relationship with a neighbor to be able to pull that off. Gotta be pretty close friends. But what would you put into your backyard? If money was no object, if the sky is the limit, um, what do you think the coolest thing that you could possibly put into your backyard is? You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. While the book Barrett, the Definitive Visual Companion, all about the late Pink Floyd co-founder Sid Barrett, was published in 2011, it is now being reprinted for a wide paperback release available November 24th, and for much cheaper. Uh, For deep fans of Floyd, the book compiles 350 rare photos of the man and the band, as well as reproductions of all surviving artwork that Barrett created in his life. And this edition adds two never-before-published works of art to it. Right at home to a small New York stage, The Strokes brought a great energy to the latest Saturday Night Live episode, performing The Adults Are Talking as well as Bad Decisions. While Dave Chappelle has been revealed as host for this weekend for another post-election episode following his return to the public eye in 2016, unusually, no musical guest has been announced yet. And a song from River Phoenix and his band in life, Aleka's Attic, is now 
uh, available with an animated lyric video. The song is called Alone You Elope and was released on what would have been the actor's 50th birthday earlier this year. Also a member of the band, Rain Phoenix, the person behind this semi-posthumous release, uh, the song features Flea on bass, Dermot Mulroney on cello, and the album artwork uh, photo taken by Michael Stipe. Tuesday. There's been a lot of talk throughout 2020 about heroes, and this is a, a subset of heroes that are ex especially active this time of year. Talking about the people who change your tires. They put up with your advice on how to do their job. They endure questions like, can I just get one or two tires done now and get the rest of them done when it gets you know, really icy? They have open bays throughout the entire fall and then snow falls and they are booked for a month solid. Then they book even more hours to change your tires over when you finally get to it. They haven't seen their kids in a week. They can't remember anything but what coffee and oil tastes like. They dream in black and chrome. And in every dream, there's a tire iron arguing with a jack about the subtle differences between tread patterns. You told them your name was Gary and they just called you Goodyear. They can align your wheels but they can never align themselves. It's an ode to the people who change your tires. Music news outlets are a sea of headlines today about which artists are lending their song to which campaign and which commander-in-chief they're looking for after today's U.S. election. Uh, one headline does stand out, though, as Donald Trump's Twitter account prepped for Election Day with a very strange video compiling clips of him dancing, question mark, uh, moving at the very least, set to 1978's Village People classic, YMCA. Young men, young men know why it's fun to stay there, Donald. I am not so sure that you're aware, though. Uh, and everybody, including Mariah Carey herself, have been getting in on the joke that with November 1st came endless plays of All I Want for Christmas is You, at least the very start of the ramp up. But a YouTuber named William Maranci uh, took it to another level with this Metallica-infused mashup. You're not even ready for this. It's so happy. I love this. I'm going to be playing this on loop for sure. And that is music news for this morning. Wednesday. Some people uh, prepping for an anxious evening last night, understandably. Uh, putting on the news for hours and hours and hours. It's just, it's a stressful situation. But more often than not, I saw friends posting uh, an addition to the fact that they were paying attention to what the election results were going on uh, that they were going to be pairing some food with that basically just about everybody said hey I'm ordering a pizza or hey I'm ordering from here or this is the food that I'm snacking on tonight almost as if it's like the security blanket part of it so I'm wondering like what do you what pairs well with an election night um, is election night more of a red or a white wine affair you know or is it whatever gets the job done is it is it pizza for days are you grabbing a doner is it mac and cheese to make you feel good is it what, what kind of soul food do you need on an election night and therefore what kind of soul food do you need for the rest of this election week i was pretty simple i just had some like some soup made me feel good made me feel good on the inside and on the inside i guess but in a different way take care of yourselves and don't stay stuck on the news for too long give yourself some distractions 100% asking you to uh, be a little bit vulnerable this morning i want to know how you embellish yourself a little bit maybe to a potential romantic interest maybe just during the job interview we all do it 
but how do you do you, right? 780-715-CRUISE for the morning chat. Get in touch. Call or text it. Uh, but uh, I want to know. Uh, and it, this is coming from reading about a couple of uh, different examples of this. One being that a girl, uh, she wrote into an advice column and asked for some guidance on uh, what her, her path should be after finding out that her boyfriend of two years has been faking his voice the entire time. That's right. He's got a voice, but then he tries to talk more like down, like a little lower, a little more Vin diesel I guess. Didn't have an example of his voice, but that's what she said. Deeper and raspier than it naturally and normally is. Two years! That's a commitment, man! And then you hear about, uh, you know, there's, I think in every small town high school, there is one girl who leaves after graduating and then comes back a certain number of months or years later with a British accent, even though they only ever visited for like a week. (laughs) You know what I mean? What is it for you? Let's be honest this morning. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. In a truly shocking turnaround that was in no way entirely predictable, rapper Kanye West has officially conceded defeat in the U.S. presidential election. Last night, it was declared with a tweet that simply said, Welp, along with a projections map. Uh, To his credit, in the 12 states where his name was on the ballot, he did net nearly 60,000 votes. Somehow. A scientific study out of Germany, while yet to be peer-reviewed, is giving live venues some hope. The study claims to find that there is a potentially quite low risk of spreading coronavirus at indoor concerts, provided stringent safety precautions are in place. Those being very good ventilation, strict hygiene rules, including sanitation, and of course, uh, sanitization, and of course, uh, limited audience numbers. The researchers hope to have more information before the end of the year. And the Fleetwood Mac Dreams Challenge hits another level as Kyle McLaughlin delivers his skateboard riding video with a Twin Peaks twist. Dressed looking like his Peaks character, FBI agent Cooper, McLaughlin locks in the reference by sipping from a coffee mug instead of an ocean spray bottle, then brings it home by reciting the song's lyrics into a tape recorder. Damn good vibes only. Art saves lives, you know? I mean, I say that kind of with a smarmy tone. I truly do believe it. I think that good art helps to comfort the disturbed as well as disturb the comfortable. But sometimes it takes a literal stance. (laughs) This comes from a story from, uh, well, from the Netherlands, uh, a a metro train station in a city called Spitschkenis. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know what the series of events that led to this was, but at the very end of the, the chain of events, a metro train car was off of its platform over the edge but caught by the tail of a giant whale sculpture. There's actually two whale tails just sticking out of the ground right at the end of the uh, the structure, and it caught it. Caught it like a baseball glove. Caught it like a gentle, gentle landing into the palm of the hand of a piece of art. Of course, now they're going to be spending a lot of money trying to figure out how to get this train off of the whale tail. It's just a little bit ridiculous. But, you know, uh, the, the whale tail served as a catcher. The whale tail itself erected in 2002. Sounds like I'm describing porn from 15 years ago right now. Thursday. Still waiting on results. Uh, more so, I mean, the U.S. waiting to find out who their commander-in-chief is going to be. But, you know, us as the neighbors up in the north and uh, also part of North America... As well as just being in the world, we're curious about what's going to be happening. So, I mean, hurry up with those votes, uh, with the counts. Mm, pressure. That always helps somebody when they're working under pressure. Uh, but there's six states, apparently. Six states that they are looking at. Some of them seem to be leaning in one direction pretty definitely. Other ones, big question mark due to mail-in ballots. 
There's already movement afoot to try and get mail-in ballots dismissed, even in a pandemic year when there were extra mail-in ballots, because that was perhaps the safest way to do things. There's so many factors to this. Just, But the basic instruction is just wait longer. That was what we heard yesterday. If you don't know who the president is yet, just wait longer. Now it's just wait even longer. This feels like... This feels like the finale of, of a show that like just went on far too long. Jim Gaffigan tweeted something very similar uh, recently, and I have to completely agree. It feels like this show should have been ended like three seasons ago, and now they're just trying to stretch this finale out with a cliffhanger for next season, and I don't like it. It was in the, the mid-80s, uh, mid to late-80s, that the Westwood YMCA first opened. It's been operating for 34 years in the community. Unfortunately, yesterday they put out the news that they are not going to be reopening after the closure that was already in place because of COVID. So people haven't been able to go since March, and now will no longer be able to go. Which is sad. I mean, I know a lot of people were sad about uh, one thing in particular that usually happens towards the end of summertime. At least it happens in conjunction with the, the usual cleaning and maintenance. It's the doggy dip the fundraiser where they're like hey the pool's now closed to humans but before we actually drain it get your dogs in there um always the best the photos that come out of that are just so delightful uh, and and while not having a pooch to actually take part in that uh, you know experience uh, just warms my heart from a distance from afar to be able to see it happening so i mean i know it's not exactly uh, the thing that anybody who's operating a pool wants to know about is when can we put our dogs in there usually the answer is never but i mean this is going to leave a deficit in the community i'm just saying and it's a great fundraiser opportunity so for the uh intrepid people out there who might want to make a little something something happen start having some conversations now because next year we need to have a doggy dip somewhere in town and if it's not going to be able to happen at the ymca where is it going to happen we need answers Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Music news for you. On a day that is synonymous with waiting, Lana Del Rey told fans that they would have to wait longer for her upcoming Chemtrails Over the Country Club album. On election night in the U.S., she took to social media to both explain that the LP is going to be delayed by about four months and to announce a digital-only album of standards and classics out in time for Christmas. Thanks for the update. Motorhead guitarist Phil Campbell revealed in an interview with Australian Rock Show that a piece of advice given by Lemmy Kilmeister was, Look, Phil, I trust you 100% musically. You play what you feel is right, but just don't wear shorts on stage. Seems a bit strange coming from a man who was photographed wearing denim cutoffs on several occasions in life, but never on stage. Unlike previous Motorhead guitarist Brian Robertson, clearly Lemmy wasn't a fan of that. And the Foo Fighters have been revealed as this week's musical guest on Saturday Night Live. This paired with a tease of new music posted to their social media yesterday. The band will be joining host Dave Chappelle, who is booked in for another post-election show. Maybe. Maybe we still won't even know by then, actually. NASA, this is actually pretty cool. They've just re-established a connection with the 43-year-old galactic probe Voyager 2. Apparently, the connection was offline for like seven months while an Australian super antenna was repaired, and it's the only one on Earth able to make said connection because of line-of-sight requirements. Quite technical stuff. I didn't read too much into it, but suffice to say, they made the connection again. Uh, it's it's 11.6 billion miles from Earth, meaning the radio signals at the speed of light take more than 17 hours to cross the distance one way. 
That doesn't seem like a long time, but it takes 1.3 seconds to reach the moon, about 8 minutes from light uh, from the sun to reach us, for comparison, right? That means that it takes 34 hours from send to get the text back. It sounds like some of my friends. And to them, it sounds like me. But yes, the probe was out of contact for 7 whole months. The very first transmission back to us was, so Trump lost, right? It's over? It's over finally? We didn't have the heart to tell it that we're still waiting. Honestly, piecing out from the planet's surface seems more and more attractive all the time. Friday. The uh, vote's not over yet down south in America. We still don't have an answer. There's like, what, like five states left? They're too close to call at this point. They've got to finish their counts, and some of them not even releasing, like, the rest of the numbers. Not gradual. Like, they're just waiting till the count's completely done, and then they're going to, I guess, uh, report on that. It remains to be seen. People were saying Friday at the beginning of the week, and it is Friday now, so we'll see if it actually happens today. I'm not really holding my breath. I don't know what is going on with some of the areas where they've been counting. I mean, by all accounts, it seems like they were very much aware that there was tons and tons, like an exponential growth in the number of mail-in ballots for this year due to COVID and everything. So maybe they should have exponentially hired people to count these votes, you know, trying to speed the process up just a little bit. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe I've seen a lot of memes talking about how maybe the count from Sesame Street has been brought in to help out. I mean, that seems great because he's good at counting, but he's not very quick at counting, is he? I mean, I mean, he's laughing after every single number, and then every 10, he repeats it. Like, 940,220. 940,220 votes! Uh, 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 it takes a while. And you know, when American Idol can count millions of votes within an hour... It's a little ridiculous at this point. Although, to be fair, the entire election has been. Suddenly, there's some new system of down music for the first time in 15 years. The songs Protect the Land and Genocidal Humanoids are available right now by donation on Sode's Bandcamp page. No word of an album release uh, or future releases, but these are now here. Uh, the announcement reads, The time to do this is now, as together, the four of us have something extremely important to say as a unified voice. These two songs... Both speak of a dire and serious war being perpetrated upon our cultural homelands of Artsakh and Armenia. And proceeds from the purchase of those two songs will support the Armenia Fund. There's more information that they've posted as well. And The Offspring, they've got a new song out as well. Just just released it, dropped it for everybody to enjoy uh, for the Christmas season. Yes, they have done a cover of Christmas Baby Please Come Home that sounds a little bit like this. I cannot even tell that that is the offspring, but I assure you it is. And you can enjoy that full song at your own leisure. I'm not going to subject you to the full thing this early in November. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Up here in the north, we've got the poppy season on the go right now. And it seems that, it seems that there's an, a U.S. company, a chain that is starting up controversy where there really isn't a whole lot of it. Whole Foods, I guess. They recently updated their uniform policy, which, you know, I'm such a fan of. In any case, uniform policies, great stuff. But um, they are apparently are not allowing uh, the employees of those who work at their several locations across Canada to wear the poppy, should they so choose. Um, yeah, great. Way to politicize it. I mean, it's as if it hasn't already been politicized in the past. I mean, there's the red poppies, there's the white poppies, there's the, well, if you wear a poppy, you're glorifying war and tra- a travesties and 
atrocities. And I was, I guess I was combining those two words, but still, um, I don't, I don't agree with that uh, necessarily at all. I definitely enjoy wearing a poppy myself because uh, I don't even know of any direct relation to any war, any service in my family. It's just, I remember being a kid and learning about what happened in the past and those who laid down their lives for us. And I thought, Hey, this is a pretty simple way to do that. Not to mention putting a drop in the hat to help out veterans, uh, not a thing that I see as a problem whatsoever. But I mean, those who work at Whole Foods, obviously not in our neighborhood, but just a message to anybody who might be encountering something similar. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't wear the poppy. And also, don't let anybody tell you that you have to wear a poppy. Freedom, right? Well, it's not a specific problem. It's more a general uh, experience problem that everybody's having this year uh it's that we're feeling a little nostalgic for times when they were a little more simple and by like a little more simpler we mean just like a week ago each week of this entire year i swear you could say the phrase remember when last week was the wildest thing going on that's submitted from asher on twitter uh we were asking for you to fill in the blank remember when blank was the wildest thing going on and i've seen a few examples of that like steve harvey naming the wrong miss america the la la land moonlight uh, mix-up we got some people uh, getting in touch with their own suggestions. Thank you so much for filling in those blanks with the funny. Uh, remember when Fire Festival was the craziest thing going on? Remember when Tide Pods were the wildest thing going on? And uh, Gunda, I think with my favorite, remember when smoking cigs behind the school was the wildest thing going on? Well, I mean, that might not have been a, a collective experience for the entire society to experience at the same time, but I think a great number of people can absolutely reflect on that remember that but keep it going remember when blank was whatever fill in those blanks let's have a laugh today transmission over one more steve new podcast episodes happen every friday or just tune into the steve reeve show weekday morning starting at 5 30 a.m on 100.5 cruise fm